Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Anime Safe Space podcast. Here, as always, with uh, our band of idiots, we're oh, here yeah. to talk about a bunch of anime and ramble on and maybe some uh, random African tribes again. No, not today. Just harping on that again? Not dude. today? Oh, okay. <laughs> not That's today. not on the agenda today. Sorry, everybody. I know you were looking forward to it. Yeah, it's a damn shame. I, I bet they're all just pounding on the tables right now and just disappointed. Like, God damn it. I wanted to hear about fucking Wakanda or that's that's Marvel. Ugandan track. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm still thinking about who I'm going to attack today. Please. Oh, uh, yeah. Which group? Yeah. So, yeah. Which group <laughs> should I go after today? All right. You'll figure it out later on. Yeah, we'll just decide. It's just <laughs> nobody's safe. Like we don't we don't target people here in specific. It's just it's just at random. Yeah. Whatever pops up into that's my true. head, that's who gets attacked. So everybody's safe. You'll anyone comment? Attacked. Anyone on YouTube? Please comment below and see who he's gonna do. Try to predict what Jamie's gonna talk about. And if you get it right, <laughs> we'll send you some pictures. I mean, last week, oh. last week, uh, Jake was definitely not safe because we made his ass depressed. Sat him in the corner. He, he had. Uh, I was looking at the audio recording. It was just a straight line. It was. It really was funny. pretty. Pretty sad. Just never talk. I, yeah. I, I feel like I might just end up attacking whoever the fuck watches this shit. Yeah, it's I mean, ironic because like, it was also probably our best episode yet. <laughs> nah. Nah, nah. Second episode still takes the cake, but we're here to top that today, honestly. And like, about to come in and just have the wildest, craziest episode, you know? Just nonstop action, balls to the wall, you know? Just like always, guys. Like always. Yeah. Just like always. Like yeah, always. we're always that way. Oh, yeah, let's start it off with the, I think, Misfit at Demon Academy had his last episode today. And I want to say I watched all of it, and I was disappointed the whole way through. Like, the whole way through, it disappointed me. I don't even know why I kept giving it the time of day, but I think I just wanted to watch the shit show, you know. So I think we can have a one-up on Demon at Misfit Academy, because I think we're a better show than that. Whoever yeah, fucking, uh, so. I guess we take pride in that. Yeah, we can take pride that we are better than like the worst anime released this season. <laughs> yeah, we're the best uh, seasonal anime. I was gonna say, speaking of which, yeah, you should remind me. Basically, every uh, summer seasonal is ending this week, and I think we should have at least spent our time brushing up. Maybe we can do this like next week or something. But uh, at least just giving our reviews on everything that came uh, finished up. I mean, ReZero is obviously not done yet, but shows like Rental Girlfriend are done. Uzaki, I believe, just finished. Um, Food Wars. Food, Food Wars, Wars just finished. Wars. Wars. Not behind on. finished and final series yet. It ended. Series is over. Yeah, it ended as officially. Yeah, so like everything's ending right now. Um, of course, everything got second season, so except Food Wars because it's done. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we could, we could have, we should have at least, uh, maybe watched all of them and reviewed them. Maybe we can do that sometime later on, like I said, or like seasonal reviews. You guys can let us know if that's something interesting. But, uh, yeah, that's gonna take a lot of uh, like actual organization. So I don't know if we'll be able to pull that off. Yeah, maybe not this seems, season, but maybe like post fall season. Because for us to even do see, it. and yeah. going with us having yeah, no organization. All right, I was talking about this before we started streaming, but all right, guys. Like, out of every anime you've watched, who do you think has, like, the worst backstory has been through the most bullshit? All right. Let's start it off, Ethan. With me? Well, I was actually trying to think about that when you are saying that. I was kidding with Gintoki because, I mean, it's sad, but it's really not that Well, I guess I'm I'll start talking about mine. Yeah, you can start off. Them. All right, so I just got my, uh, my girlfriend, I mean, my imaginary girlfriend, because I watch anime. I don't have a real one, to watch a Fruit of Grisaia with me. And I had her watch it because I was like, it has a really, really fucked up, like, backstory pretty much for every character in there. But the main character, man, main character takes the cake. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, if you guys are even going to watch this anime, I don't even know if a lot of people even know about it. But main character, yo, has to watch his uh, mom get raped by his dad in front of him after they had ran away and he turned in, uh, he had turned into an alcoholic abuser. Then he killed his dad while he was raping the mom and then the mom told him to run away he runs away to a train station comes back later to find like ambulances and stuff and the mom had like chopped up the husband or her ex-husband that they had ran away from and then hung herself left him a note apologizing to him and then he got taken in by like this guy that bought artwork from his uh, sister then from there the dude dressed him like his sister raped and molested him uh, went through that turned him into a terrorist 
who was really good at killing and assassinating things. And I'm gonna leave it at that, and y'all can uh, learn more if you guys decide to watch that anime. It's on a uh, Crunchyroll, so just spoiled the whole show, dude. Yeah, you just dude, pretty much yeah, did the whole show. It's not even worth watching anymore. Dude, I said um, spoiler alert, did I not? Yeah, but is, I didn't think true. it was gonna be the whole. It, yeah. it, it was one dude's backstory. I need to give reasons for why he has the most fucked up backstory, in my opinion, dude. This is Fruit of Grisaia? Uh, yeah, this is called Fruit of Grisaia. Amazing anime. It's a slow, like, there's not a, like, a crazy lot of action, but it has a really good story. Yeah, well, uh, I got one to top that. Um, no. Hachiman from Ode Gaidu, because he got rejected in middle school, and he saved a girl's dog <laughs> and uh, fractured his arm. You know, Ode Gaidu fans will tell you that's sad, but <laughs> okay, enough of that, Slender. Um, I don't know. For me, at least shows that I've seen... Uh, they don't really focus on messed up backstories. None of us here, just to clarify, because, I mean, nobody's going to say guts. None of us has seen Berserk yet. Hell is reading it. And I'm sure as soon as we read yeah. or watch it, he's going to take the fucking cake. I already know stuff that happens to him. But yeah. for fairness of uh, what our backstories, I think maybe most messed up, at least what I'm looking at right now, is Goblin Slayer. I was going to say that, too. Goblin Slayer maybe a... Uh, I guess I won't see the other one just in case it's one of you guys answer. I'll, I'll just roll with Goblin Slayer. Yeah, he, uh, of course, the whole premise is his whole entire village was murdered and he watched his family get murdered and raped in front of him. Um, and yeah, basically scarred him with severe PTSD and then he went and trained with this guy who basically beat him with an inch of his life so he can learn to overcome like anything. So, of course, he's just like m- mentally scarred. He's physically scarred. He's a... Uh, he can't function properly anymore. He doesn't even know how to trust people. So basically that whole experience has ruined his life. Uh, and yeah, the whole show of course is him just trying to become a better person again and overcoming his uh, trauma. So it's not the worst. I mean, of course it's pretty fucked up when you think about it, but at least in terms of other like shows, it's not awful or completely out there. But yeah, from what I've seen, I think he has probably the worst backstory. All right, well, everybody cancel Ethan because he didn't even say spoiler alert. Dude, now you just ruined Goblin Slayer for fucking the millions of I'm fans watching this almost, right now. I'm almost certain that they bring it up, like, right away, but all right. Spoiled all of <laughs> yeah. Goblin Slayer, dude. They, br- they bring it uh, episode one. You didn't even have to get into yeah. the movie like that either. It's just, like, one mention of it, too. <laughs> all right, let's see. What do you have, Tell? Uh, that was the only one I could think of was Goblin Slayer. I, well, you are reading Berserk. Have you got into his backstory yet, though? No. <laughs> I, I I haven't even... I have the manga book, and I have yet to even open it because I am Big reading um, Late Back Camp first because I got them Hell in the same package. Oh yeah. All right, well, well <laughs> what about you, Jake? I honestly cannot think of anyone, so I'm going to give my, my shit take. Uh, Bench Kun from Orosuke. That's a pretty bad back, backstory. How the hell is his bad, dude? <laughs> dude, I, you never? Anytime with Jordo, with the bench? Well, I mean, that's not his. <laughs> that's not his backstory. That's not, that's that's not, not a bad backstory for him. Story. I'm making one on the fly. I, little, I, I literally oh can't think of anyone else. I mean, it's just Gintoki for me. But then anything else, I can't really think of. A really what about backstory. like a... What about Death Parade? Would, would would you consider his uh her? Not her. Oh, it is her. She's the main character. Well, okay, yeah, yeah but I'm saying uh, would you consider Deckham to have like? I I think it's just sad that he was just created and then instilled with human emotions, even though they like they warned her that it'd fuck up arbiters, because then it makes him all sad and depressed when he starts making well, judgments. Hold up, are we going just protagonist backstories or like character backstories? I'm saying then that character opens backstories. Oh, because I was just thinking on the spectrum of like, I'm like, and even then it's like, I don't think of like fucked up backstories as like, uh, like where people have to die and stuff, like for it to be sad. Because I'll maybe I'll change my answer actually. Yeah, like to me, like a bad backstory is just just everything going wrong for them. So, um, yeah, God, uh, what's his face? Some uh, Asylum Boys, yes. very just uh, okay. Very messed up backstory, I think, in my opinion. I won't take up too much time. And then Ishigami, because he also reminds me of uh, from a Silent Voice. He has a very, I I love his backstory, but it's very messed up what happens to him. Yeah. So, 
things like that. Yeah, I would consider those too. So maybe that'll open up the spectrum for you and uh, Till. So you guys want to give your answers if you uh, thought of any yet? I'm, I'm still trying to think. Uh, I one that kind of popped into my head. What, what was his name from Bunny Girl Senpai? Uh, he kind of had like a somewhat messed up backstory. I mean. Dude, I, I think you guys just aren't thinking hard enough. Like, what about like Mikasa? <laughs> I mean, Mikasa had a pretty fucked up backstory. Um, uh, yeah, I like I said, I still like feel like more emotions or like things messed up when it doesn't have to like involve murder or like watching somebody die. It could literally just involve like having everything taken away from you. So yeah, right. That's more messed up to me. So because it's, it's more realistic to happen. So. Uh, these guys are quiet know. over there, especially. Dude, you, I'm literally trying to think, and I can't think of anything. Like I'm looking at, like I'm looking at every single show I've watched. <laughs> he he's going through his archives of Gintama. <laughs> yeah, he's just looking at the Gintama episodes. He's like, oh, what happened yeah. in this? One? Oh well, you can break up characters like Amadao Jake or even um Takasugi. He's, he's bloomed I, I long think ago. His is pretty sad. Uh, I, what? He's bloomed long ago. Uh, yeah, beautiful uh, episode. So you guys have probably not seen this. It's called In This Corner of the World. This is the one that I've, I've seen. It's by MAPPA. You know, just saying. It's about uh, the after effects and during of World War Two. So it just pretty much like, it's like an animated version of what was going on in Japan. And I mean, this this uh, this girl was got married. Her husband died. She lost her arm with her baby. And she was pretty much getting blamed by her family. The whole time it's not really like a backstory but it's more like what has happened during that show or during the movie and then it turns into a hentai yeah i don't think it's it like any good anime like that any description movie. just reminds me of grave of the fireflies the studio ghibli movie yeah that movie is sad as shit i cried like a baby <laughs> but is there a character with a sad backstory because no, uh, there's not a sad talk. backstory to it it's just the current story is sad in that one I, I was just like saying, because it, it's it's World War II during the bombings, so I was just connecting it to Jake's description of. We still we still need a well, and since like since since I opened it up to characters, I think it's a, like Made in Abyss, Monogatari, like those are very two like easy ones you can pull sad backstories from. <laughs> the, the, yeah. can I'm throwing you a bone a here too. Well, I mean, not even just Mitty. I mean, you're fucking missing Nanachi entirely. No, but I'm saying like, w- would Mitty have a backstory? Like, <laughs> she's a pilot. Yeah, yeah, she does. Technically, is her backstory? Yeah. You're also missing Prushka. And Prushka's, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Prushka, I still think Nanachi's was sadder, but I, th- she's I don't know. It's pretty close to me. Man. But you have a character you decided on. You said. I see. You think that's most uh, messed up? I said I know JB now uh, threw the threw us into this one. Uh, just hey, well, unprepared. <laughs> but you know what? That's what this is all about. That's what the game is all pants about. Naked. Some some real talk right here. You know, we don't take the time we don't care about this uh podcast enough to make an outline we don't give foreplay we just go straight into it we don't even throw the rubbers on we just go straight into it we're here raw to... dogging it yeah, we're raw dogging this podcast all right so y'all better have plan b's out there i don't pull out so tell's going to find <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what it is uh is that what i i, I I guess, yeah. I mean, All right. I, I don't know if I would say Nanachi over Goblin Slayer, but... Well, I'll let you take the Goblin Slayer one then, since I changed mine to Ishigami, and uh, I keep I'm, I feel so stupid for... I think it's Ishida. Uh, let me see real quick. Uh, don't let the dead air come in, boys. All right, where's my <laughs> fucking uh, uh, nuclear on. bomb sounds? Yeah, That's- Shoya Ishida. Yeah, I remembered his name, yeah. <laughs> Shoya and Ishigami definitely are my picks, but... Shoya? Um... Guess we can move on to the next hard-hitting topic, which was this one is actually planned out beforehand. If you want me to pull it up, unless you guys want to get into something else before I br- bring it up. He lies. No, you can go uh, ahead and bring in the main up. topic. I don't know what the topic is, guys. Well, I didn't tell any of you guys that. Well, I did tell Tell last week. Okay, yeah. Well, so he only cares about Tell. Oh, yeah, he just leaves right. me and Jake. He, he hates I people said. that have like names that start with J. He's against. See, he us. gives me four play because I'm his favorite. That is true. Yeah, like I gave him sloppy toppy right here. Um, well, this, uh, in a classic fashion, of course, we're also just using, we're using you guys for, uh, suggestions and, uh, topics. 
we're trying to leech um, off of you guys because we're super yeah, we're interesting. Just, this is this comes from uh, at Wiggy Simp, uh, cool guy. Uh, he has bad Breaking Bad takes, and uh, he also hates a silent voice. So they're, they're leave you that leave that to you guys. Um, but he asks, does the genre of a series limit the possibilities of a show's potential? And this is a question like, I really like and like want to get into. So like just to give you an example, um, do you think a show about basketball could reach the heights? Uh, of a show about a dude with magical powers fighting God, stuff like that. Like, so basically, do you think Kuroko no Basket can reach the Hunter Hunter levels? So, I feel like that that was a bad example because Haikyuu <laughs> can fall right in there, and Haikyuu is obviously like one of our. Teams, I'm leaving so. Haikyuu out on purpose. So, uh, you guys want to continue on there? Like, so obviously, I know somebody's going to bring up Haikyuu, so that's why I left it out. Well, I think like the genre. I feel like it doesn't limit a show's possibilities. I, I feel like the creator has to get more creative. If they want to instill like, like let's say you have a romance anime, and they like they don't want it to be all romance. They're gonna have to like be creative with how they bring in like other things like action and everything, you know, because they always go with love interests and like love triangles and stuff. But if they bring in like, let's say like a romance anime just randomly has like a death in it and then it just hits you in your feels you know i feel like they could do a lot of things like that because i feel like just saying it's like an action genre or sports genre it doesn't mean much like you can have a lot of multiple genres like instilled in one you know hmm. yeah this is i like this one because this is kind of like I, i'm in a weird place with this one so i know why it's being asked there are people that you know bring up that haiku can't reach other levels of other shows because they're like at the end of the day it's just volleyball but i don't know for me it doesn't have to have deep philosophy because that's mainly where it comes from they're like if if it's just about volleyball or like just about sports or it's a slice of life they can't possibly reach the deep themes and philosophy of other shows that deal with like life and death reality time itself and stuff like that but i don't think shows have to reach that point to even be considered good like what's great about haikyuu is of course the beautiful animation the beautiful character interactions they all the character development up the ass too by the way it, there's d literally development in just wanting to get better like it it doesn't have to be like you overcoming the death of your father and then going on to fight god it can literally just be um i'm recovering my insecurities and then learning that i have to cooperate with my teammates like haiku does and themes like that can work beautifully uh, it doesn't have to be limited just because it's a sports show and then yeah i mean of course nothing deep or crazy can happen in the show but like I said doesn't change anything it's just about how it's executed if it's fun if it's animated greatly there's just a bunch of things that can contribute to them and the only reason i'm like on the other side of the fence on this as i mentioned probably before and i will always mention you camp is one of my favorite shows and at the same time i do not know because like i'm kind of coming to terms that it's just probably my favorite show like tied maybe with like my others but it's like at the same time how do i justify saying that this show is better written and like just anything than the others but you know at the same time i'm just like it's just super enjoyable and i just love the very minimal but overarching theme of it so yeah with that i don't think genre can limit the possibilities at all it, so. i mean you saying that like this is gonna be kind of it's not like random it ties in it's called makimoto kun's Re revenge i think i don't know masamune Masamune Kun's Revenge, yeah. Like, it was, like, pretty much a show about this dude trying to get back at this one girl for, like, making him feel like he was fat and stuff. So it was weird because I feel like it was a romance anime, but then, like, they have brought in, like, the whole, like, I think controversial thing, like, with body shaming. Like, this dude thought just because he was fat and stuff, he needed to change himself, you know? And, I mean, maybe I'm just digging too deep into, like, an anime, but I feel like a lot you of You are because that show... You definitely are, because that show was ass, but... <laughs> okay, it was ass, but if you look at it, he seriously starts working out and, like, forcing himself to diet because he thought he could, like, change his whole life just because he didn't like the way his body was, you know? And yeah, I, mean, I feel you. There's uh, good themes that can pop up, because, yeah, uh, he literally changed himself and then come to find out she actually liked him, that he was fat. She was just being a scene today. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah, I you. it wasn't the best show, but I'm saying, like, I think that was, like, an interesting, like, way to portray, like, a real world problem like you know it got pretty fucking deep even though it was just a, supposed to be a dumb show about some dude getting his revenge because he was fat and now he's hot yeah. uh you guys got any uh 
I guess, uh, insight on this. Yeah, I'll even topic. take a shit take from Jake. <laughs> yeah, we'll let him come out. Uh, no Gintama, Jake. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I don't really think, like, genres really matter in, like, determining if it's a better show or not. Because with, like, with that, it doesn't really, like what you said, with Hunter Hunter and Kuroko's No Basket or Haiku, it, what really matters is, like, the climax and how it, or how it's perceived in the show not trying to compare a show's climax to another show's climax when there's two entirely different things because like for for instance in Hunter Hunter the Kamaya art I mean the climax is where Marum versus uh, fuck what was his name Netarum Netarum and then with uh, Gon versus Pito I mean you could consider those the climax of the Kamaya art now going to Haiku the climax for season two the rematch and that had a lot of emotion that had a lot of backstory in it because you know they lost to them they wanted to get far but they couldn't that was the obstacles they had to face and it's kind of saying like even though that was a such a high stake match for them doesn't if you look at it in hunter hunter's perspective it's just not that big of a deal yeah, well, that's what I was saying. You can't look at it from the perspective of other shows. Yeah, it's kind of like if this show can reach crazy heights with the limitations of its genre, then I think that makes it good and on par with other shows. So, I mean, you got any uh, thing to add, Till? I mean, I agree with everybody. For the most part, no. The genre does not affect, like, how high it can go as an anime. I mean, you got... Haikyuu, as we've talked about, and a laid-back camp, as you said. I I also will throw in there, Cells at Work. It's one of my, like, more favorite ones because of Code Black. Never would I have thought, like, I would enjoy an anime literally just about cells in your body just keep, like, doing work doing and everything. Thing, you know? And there's not even, like, a real plot to it. It's just, like, random stories about how, like, you digest food and shit. Like, there's no crazy overarching plot of any of it, but it's still super enjoyable. I still, like, loved reading it so much, and I'm really excited to see how they animate it and come out for the Code Black animation. Like, I don't know. It it totally depends on the way that it's made, like, the, the animation, how it comes out, the writing, how it's done originally, all that can change easily like where the show goes it does not matter if it's an isekai or a slice of life whatever else isekai. i mean most most slice of life shows are the most boring shows ever and you would think like oh like a show about someone just going to high school there's no way that'll blow up or be good but no it becomes like everybody's favorite at one point like like toradora for example or, it's just like a slice of life romance anime and the romance doesn't even like come in till the end. It's more like a rom com, and yet it's still my favorite. You know, or like while you're talking, than the like, universe. I was thinking maybe there's like genres that limit themselves like a lot more than others. And I feel like, for me, like I think, animes that focus on it being a harem, I feel like a lot of the times they limit themselves like because they're trying to force a harem. Like you know what I mean? Like there's like animes where you're like. You know, you could get a lot more in touch with these characters and stuff, but then it just pisses you off because you're like, this dude can't decide on a girl for no reason. Like, And you're like, you can ship them and stuff. I mean, it's a point of a harem to have multiple girls, but at some point I think that genre just annoys you and it like takes away a lot from the anime like of you connecting to different characters just because it's a harem. I think it depends on the writing. You, If you choose to let the genre limit the the show then it definitely can like a, that example or you could throw in something like the quintessential quintuplets yeah no That's no no. technically a harem yes but, but i'm saying oh, it's, it's definitely on the it's creative. the very definition of one yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> the very definition of one right there dude. but I, i'm saying it's like mostly Probably on the theaters and i feel like heart. if you're looking at animes that limited the limited themselves you know and like kind of screwed themselves over i feel like most of the time it's harems that do it yeah no i i get what you're saying uh yeah, and it's also like Tell said, I do think at least for the most part, a lot of times series do like uh, harems and some rom-coms and romances. Uh, 
just for the sake of like stretching it out, they would prolong the end goal, like reaching or like the story developing just to have more character interactions and basically have nothing go anywhere. And yeah, they themselves will limit it that way. But then, yeah, like there's also good examples within that genre. Like there are good harems. Uh, I know people aren't going to like that I'm saying this, but Monogatsuki is technically a harem and it's a satire in it and it works very well. It's basically satire in other genres and it pushes the boundaries on it and shows that there's good ways to execute this and also the flaws in them. And same thing, quintessential quintuplets, I think it's just a very well-written harem, even though for the most part, most harems aren't very well-written at all. And then, yeah, other rom-coms, they either go nowhere or, like, the payoff isn't great just for this, just for the very mere fact that it's a rom-com. So I do get what you're saying, but it's basically how you write it and how good your characters are. But it is easier to fall into a hole in certain genres. But... I do think the possibilities are endless in any genre. So, I feel like you guys got any input? Oh, I there agreed. you. I feel like maybe not even genre. I feel like, like this is weird. Like I'm not even talking about anime right now, but like in general, like if they like the audience they aim for, I feel like that can limit a lot of shows. Like if you're aiming for like a younger audience, so you don't allow there to be any like big character to like deaths or like any controversial topics i feel like that can limit a lot of animes you know yeah but also that goes back to what we were saying that's the writing choosing to limit themselves yeah i don't think that's so much as what they're writing towards or for limits them it's them limiting their writing to get that goal you're right and even then as much as i like dark topics and themes and stuff at the same time i don't even think things need to get serious or even i know this might weird sound weird but like even have a point necessarily to be good it's like sometimes there's shows that can just exist for no reason they aren't trying to say anything profound and just be fun and it can be as good as other shows that have extremely dark and like heavy topics it's just about how you write it and how you present it like dragon ball like like there's what's the end goal of Dragon Ball? But everybody loves it, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. You uh, got anything you want to add, Jake? Mm, not at the moment. <laughs> you see, we're just giving him a chance here, and he's just shooting it away. Yeah, Dude, you guys are like, yeah, really I, I think I can't think of anything else. Jake to say. falling into that <laughs> hole, limiting himself. We, we should make. He's him been thinking of Gintama. <laughs> Dude, I'm literally just sitting here. Just do we keep Jake? Do we keep Jake on the podcast, or we turn him to an intern to? Run me coffee in Washington. We just start a sideshow and it's just him rambling about every Gintama episode in order. And just getting pissed off about us. No, 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 no. You put all the episodes in a hat and I pick an episode. And I gotta mm, tell you the synopsis of it. But, yeah, so you guys think we said what needs to be said? Yeah, because like, I guess my yeah my thoughts on it have already been said. Uh, I don't think genre limits at all, even though. Like I said, with Eurocamp, I did have to find a way to just find my head that it was better than these other shows before I kind of was just like, no, it shouldn't matter that it's just a cute girl doing cute things shows. If I've found this much enjoyment in it and I really like the theme and it impacted my life this hard, then yeah, I'm okay with it, with saying that it's better than these other shows. So the genre doesn't affect it at all. So that's me. I I feel like when people try to use that argument, they're trying to justify hating on that show. Or trying to degrade the show, mm-hmm. just for the just for yeah. the reason that they don't want that show to be anywhere close to their top shows. See, out of the park shit take. Uh, I was rewatching One Punch Man and then season two, and I don't see why everybody was complaining about season two. I rewatched it again, and I'm like, the fights weren't even that much better in season one. I'm sorry. You're actually an idiot. Yeah. Then, if you I'm think not so, an idiot. Well, I was rewatching it. We won't get even into season that. one. Even season one, all right, it's a shit take, okay, but even season one, like, there were a lot of here. parts of the fights that were just blurred and stuff. I'm like, what? There, there wasn't as many fucking LSD trip colors in season two, which made it worse? They blurred that because of the station standards, not because of their own fucking <laughs> decisions. Dude, and on top of no, that, no, the no. main problem with the second season is that it wasn't fluid. They did, uh, they did a frame with flashing lights in the background and then next frame is the character exploding or the character flying back it wasn't you can see him moving with this punch then there's motion going into their bodies and everything and if you're even trying to have the fucking audacity to say that the 
Boros fight wasn't that good and that season two compares to it, then yeah, you're an idiot. I mean, Boros I'm fight sorry. was amazing, but I'm saying season two was there's no way that I would drop one punch man just because of season two. Season two was still I don't think people should drop it, but there is a very noticeable difference there's, and I do not want to pretend scenes, like there is not one. But I, I think like they made up for it with the story. Like is there a story to One Punch Man? I think so. I, I liked how they developed characters mainly because I loved King. Uh, I was like, I don't know. Dude, who just, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. I'm, I'm currently reading it, and it gets so much better. There's so much more character development than I'd ever even imagined this story could have. Exactly, and I feel like season two said, all right, let's build up storytelling. Like we obviously lost the ability to give it the animation and stuff that the season one had, but maybe make up for it with story. But then everybody bashed on it just because they didn't have the animation they liked. I wasn't a big fan of the story either, though, so I'm coming from both angles. What didn't you like about the story? I just wasn't interested in it at all. I like King, but I was what didn't give a shit about the whole tournament thing with Saitama. And then that wasn't even, I like, that was like a side story. Well, I mean, that was a main focus of the episodes basically half the time, so I, it's very justifiable for me. It wasn't I mean, terrible. I, like I said, I don't think the season was bad like awful or anything but i mean there was very noticeable difference and compared to season one of it it was yes bad tell did you like the story for season two uh uh, when i was watching it the first time not really honestly i it just seemed pretty boring to me it was like season one you have like you know your epic one punch fights and all this sort of stuff and you just got a lot of like flair and everything and then they just turned like on a dime all the way back around and we're like yeah now we're just gonna do some storytelling about a dude who's powerless and it, I, I don't I mean it was it was okay but the first time I watched it I was not a fan and then the second time I watched it I was like okay this is a little bit better and now that I'm reading it I like it a lot more but yeah. originally no what? and also you're you are an idiot for thinking season two better is better than season one Let i didn't say it was better before I, we go I, further i did not to say, even say it it's was on better. par is also dumb to say it's on par is also dumb no, i'm just I, saying I, it I'm wasn't sorry. way worse everybody was bashing on it so much i was like i don't feel like it deserved to be bashed on i mean it was it was enjoyable Definitely did. i mean it was enjoyable for me but i mean like you could tell there was like a noticeable drop-off and it's mostly well, because that's they did the well, like I said, it's no fault of the show. Yeah, it's, yes, it's but no JC staff is very, very much to blame because yeah, so JC staff fumbles basically everything they fucking animate except, well, I mean, Food Wars doesn't require heavy animation. Konosuba's fine, and then yeah, Toradora is their best work. So I mean, other than that, they fumble basically everything fucking else they do. I know well, they do Railgun because that isn't like because Madhouse animated the first season. Like, you went from fucking Madhouse to that. So like I'm saying, I can't blame them. Yeah, but the the director of season at the one same time though, there's studios on, on at the time. Yeah, there's studios on par with Madhouse now too. It's like basically at the at this point, I as much as I love Madhouse, it's like saying that yeah, living up to Madhouse's standards. I know I probably brought this up earlier, but been thinking about it. Um, and I'm yeah, contradict myself. Yeah, there's studios that are on par with Madhouse now. Mappa, which is literally came from Madhouse is on par if not better than them at points there's ufotobo of course which just throws their budget out the fucking wall all the time studio orange bones better than them when they're at their best it's like there's really no excuse now for jc stab to be this behind really but, no david productions dave pro of course but i saw the recent act- uh recent uh episode of fire force and that looked beautiful like i said so i mean oh, they yeah. definitely are making up for what they did two weeks ago whatever <laughs> that was but yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's very it when when the standards are so high now, it's it's very it's unacceptable. I think it's justifiable. It's for unacceptable for to get. A, a studio to do that. Yeah, especially when there's so much what, competition now. What confuses me most is if they would have continued on the story of season two, just like even just a couple hours after they ended it, according to the manga's time timeline. It would have made season two leagues better than it was. Like they ended it at such an awkward place. Now that I've read through it in the manga, it doesn't make sense that they would end it at that point without any like real action or big fights that happened or real like. There was never like a, a climax to it. I it mean, was just kind of like I mean, you could just gonna that keep the climax the was yeah, like maybe like they left it halfway because, like I already know, like Garo turns fucking 
crazy in the manga. That's why I want to read it mostly is to see what happens with Garo. Oh, dude, it's great. Oh, yeah. I, I've heard about it. I haven't seen any of it yet, but I've heard about it, and I'm excited. But, yeah, if they would have just continued on just a little bit further, it would have made it so much better. Yeah. Well, I guess I kind of – I don't know how much you guys are – or, like, how knowledgeable, like, how you guys going to bring this out, but I was going to say maybe disappointing adaptations or just, like, disappointing, like, anime. Like, you had high hopes for it because I already have an answer. I can Persona 5 the anime. Oh my disappointing yeah. Persona Five the anime was fucking terrible. Yeah, for before you get into yours, like I said, yeah. I that just got me thinking on that. Uh A one, they can they they decide to put all their effort into fucking Kaguya Sama and Sword Art Online, but Persona Five, which is a very successful game, and the Persona Four anime, which was very well animated. King's uh, game. You know, I figured they would do the same and give Persona Five that treatment. Nope, it was awful in almost every sense. And even though I had decently high expectations i wasn't expecting it to be perfect but yeah my god they whatever they were doing didn't work so i don't know about you guys though whatever came to your mind bro when you as soon as you said disappointing adaptations my fucking mind went straight to overlord season three yes that's a good I, what the fuck happened dude the manga was so fucking amazing for this fucking fight like the final fight i won't spoil much i mean when it got to the anime, the, like, what is that called? Like, the, like, CGI, whatever CGI bullshit they tried doing just looked disgusting for, like, the creatures and everything. And all the, the fights were, like, so poorly animated. It, like, killed off, like, all the hype towards this fight. Like, I was like, okay, we're about to see Ainz fuck up a whole fucking country. I mean, he did fuck up the whole country, but it was, like, super lackluster. I'm like, they made, like, the fucking demon goats or whatever they were they just made them look retarded they moved super stupid and like all choppy like it was animated so bad it just made the fight boring because i was more excited to see like like imagine if demon slayer had flopped when he had used that fire move like that would have been disappointing and it would have taken away a lot of demon slayer's hype because that was the episode that got everybody in america talking about it hmm, that's why like, it made it top trending show. just because of that animation and i'm like if overlord had had that animation i feel like it would have been still like being talked about you know because a lot of it died off and i i don't think it's getting another season i'm not sure but i don't know what studio would pick it up after i don't even know what studio it was flopped it so hard it's madhouse i yeah. think it was matha yeah, madhouse no, i think it was i don't know no, I don't know. I, I'll look it up right now. Uh, Tell can talk about his thing. No, no, no. Me and Tell have the same answer for the same season. Yeah. No, I just thought it. Yeah. We have, yeah. We have the same answer, so I got to think of another one. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Tell. <laughs> yeah, Seven Deadly Sins. I mean, yeah. just <laughs> so disappointing. I remember when I was hearing that they were animating this new season, I was so excited. I had already read through the manga up to the point. Epic fights were about to happen, and then as they had made the fights and they let the let it leak before the season got posted of like the fight scenes i i don't think i've ever been so disappointed like i i literally like felt like just i went into depression because of it i feel <laughs> and i yeah. i still have yet to watch the the one what is it season three that came out recently but i don't i don't even know if i want to you don't want to see him butcher your baby anymore. I, I, I don't know, want to just, see it I, I, At this point, I might as well just stick with a manga and be happy with that and then not see it just get destroyed. It was fucking Madhouse that fucking flopped Overlord 3. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't. That's what I mean, too. At the same time, I mean, Madhouse isn't a pinnacle of perfection either. So. They have their flops. They did so good they're with just, like, It's just the that Fate their peaks series. are very, very noticeable. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Fate Zero. Everybody, like when that came that's out, everybody was like, Madhouse, dude. That's e mm-hmm. That wasn't. Yeah, I was gonna say that's e I don't think that was Madhouse has done any fate. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't have. What? They they might have done a fate. I don't know which one though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The story of fate. <laughs> uh, but my answer would be a, a Tokyo Ghoul Rude. Because every I well, that was not even an adaptation. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone so you're talking about yeah everyone everyone that's like seen it or has read it and has seen it 
it's just disappointment upon disappointment. And I liked the first season. I really did. But then, what was the point of Rude? There literally was no point. I think, yeah, there wasn't a point. And then they said, Reed, come try to save save this anime. And they made it more yeah, confusing. Flopped it even harder. Because <laughs> yeah. well, they start off and you're like, wait, where the hell did Kaneki go? And it's like, he's haunting himself? What? Uh, you know, the biggest disappointment from change of season one to season two, it's a little different of a topic, but I know, uh, I forget which one of you was with me that when, when we watched this. No game of life. Sword Guy. Anybody remember watching Sword Guy on yeah. Netflix? It was me. It was me with I you, Tell. I was, I was yeah. Because Sword, it started off so, like, so strong. The first season was so good. <laughs> and then season two, you're just like, okay. Season two, it was, what we watched the first two episodes and then yes, and then swore we just, it off forever. We did we were swear just it like, off. no, because we were hyped because because uh, we watched season one like not together, but then we were talking about it. And when season two came out, we're like, hell yeah, let's put it on. Because <laughs> I think I was at your house, and then yep. holy shit, season two was so bad, and we just we just turned it off. We're like, no, yeah, Dude, also flops. Terrible. Season one to season two flops. I guess we went completely to a different topic. Darker Than Black, my favorite anime you know ever. Talk about this. Season one was so amazing, and season two was so bad and annoying that it almost made me hold, hate the whole series, and I will never, never watch it again. And I hate that it, I hate that season two is still streaming some places and not season one, because season two takes like my favorite character ever and turns him into like useless. They're like, let's take this badass fucking mercenary and make him a drunk that like doesn't do shit and have him train a new main character with that has a sniper rifle for no fucking reason. I was like, you guys fucked up this anime so bad. But I was perfectly content just watching season one and saying that was the ending of the whole series because season one was that good. So this is quality shifts from season one, season two, because I really don't have any answers. I'm on the inverse, actually. Yeah. Where season oh. two is way better than season one. Yeah, I, I mean, I did think of one, I guess, real quick. Uh, AOT. Fully, no. F- well, that was just content-wise disappointing. The animation is fine, but yeah. um, Fully Cooly, the new Fully Coolies were just vastly inferior in almost every way to original. Uh, from, I mean, the animation, of course, it was newer, so, I mean, it was nice, but at the same time, it just lacked the charm, lacked the, the th- cool themes, the s- story and everything. The only thing that really I even enjoyed from progressive and i don't think i've even watched alternative yet was the pillows so that that's to me i think that's the only one yeah almost every department ex- except like cleaner animation but that's just comes with it being newer uh yeah it was disappointing in almost every department so yeah, I yeah. Can. what about you uh jake if you need some uh bones thrown to you there's like food wars what was it season three or four was it season kill season three food war season three think what happened Lops, in season uh, three attack on titan season two was also disappointing after season one no well i just and you would well, want like, to expand again, on uh like again what the ethan said is the the reason why season two was disappointing is because it felt like it lacked content it oh yeah no 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 that's the same with me for darker than black i was just saying cotton because sword guy it flopped with cotton like what it was actually going on about yeah, like oh yeah definitely well, but that's what I mean. I just mean the only thing that I disliked about season two of Attack on Titan was just it was just underwhelming compared to it. Like everything else, I liked. I liked the animation. I liked the soundtrack. I liked the fights that they had, uh, and that was also the yeah the reveal. I liked all that. It was just as a season compared to Attack on Titan. I it was like if Attack on Titan season one was a nine, season two was a seven. So that's not bad it's, in my it's book. Not it was bad. Just it's just like cluster. compared to what they did. Just like, but yeah. what made it worse was like the three or four year break where they were just like milking season one they milked season one so much made that whole like junior high and everything fucking redoing it in chibi form and stuff and then i'm like all right they're milking it they're like giving time for the manga and then season two comes out after like three or four years of waiting and then they built up such a hype for season two just to give us that it it annoyed me and then season three of course Picked it back I up. I actually do want to... Sorry, before you guys give your answers, I do want to bring up one that I know probably confused people that are a fan of the show, but Origaidu Season 1 to Season 2, I did not like at all. I liked the first season. Like I thought it was decently fun. 
I even like the art style. I know people love the new art style in the second season and so on and like continued. I do not like that animation at all. I do not like the art style at all. I do not like the content in season two at all. I do not like the dialogue at all. Did not like anything about season two. And I did like season one. So to me, that was a big quality drop in my eyes. So <laughs> sorry to all the Origari fans out there, but the show's <laughs> over now. So thank God. Uh, <laughs> you got your answers, uh, Till or uh, Jake. I know Jake was in the middle of giving yeah, his. Uh, already answered. So, so the one I'm thinking about right now is a uh, Blue Exorcist. Oh, that's the one I'm thinking about right now. It just felt like right, the second season didn't really feel like a second season, but they labeled it as a second season. It was like it was it was like a compilation of OVAs. That's really what it felt like. Yeah, but you know what made it worse was that like, I think like a week or two ago. Netflix was like new season, like it notified me, Blue Exorcist new season, like season two, and then so I thought it was like they made an actual season two, and I went on just to get disappointed by the dang Kyoto Saga or whatever they called it for the second season again, and it just annoys you because it doesn't even tell you like at what time it takes place. It's just weird. Yeah, it it literally feels like an OVA during season one. Yeah, you're like, what are these? Like a compilation of. Here, fuck you, guess what's happening and where it's happening. It's, it should have had a second season. It's just not that. Yeah. Uh, I actually did want to take this in the opposite direction, though, and mention shows that had a gigantic improvement JoJo. from season one to season two. And I already have two to mine. I'm probably <laughs> still a spotlight on the one I like more. Uh, Kaguya-sama, season one to season yeah, two. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I thought season one was phenomenal, and season two just was way better in every single way because season one got me to read the manga and i caught up in basically a whole day so at the time i had 140 chapters and yeah season two it just blew the anime the first season out of the water it blew the manga out of the water um in every single department the animation was improved the jokes were funnier the storylines between all the characters were funnier it had miko inu so of course that makes it better uh ishigami stories everything from season one to season two was just just a massive like improvement so uh i would say seven i already know i already know what else somebody's gonna bring up yeah (laughs) Uh, i would say from uh seven deadly sins season one to season two that was a pretty good gap that 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 jump really made me want to read the manga and i was able to catch up on it and finish it i agree with that and jojo's i mean season one to season two so it's pretty big gap. just saying but that makes no sense because they were animated at the same time. Do you just mean co- content-wise? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess. I, I don't know what I was, Yeah, I guess just because fucking Phantom Blood does suck. So <laughs> it's not that. They just improved everything. They improved their art style. Yeah. They improved their animation. And they made very good use of, of colors in that, in that part. Uh, what about you, Till? I'm trying to think of some, but I. Dude, I don't there was really such have... an easy one that came out last year, man. Come on. Beginning of last I... year. I don't know, man. I... Oh I my know. god, dude! I got Mob sh- Psycho. I got some shit memory. Mob Psycho 100, perhaps. Oh yeah, that's that's true. That did pop in my head when you first mentioned it, and then I, I just, I don't know, just had a brain fart, but. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Mob Psycho season one to season two was amazing. Hey, uh, just to just to plug Gintama in there, season three to season four. I forgot how to memorize the seasons, <laughs> but yes, it only got better as the show went on. So yes, I will agree with that. Season one to season two, season two to season three, it just keeps getting better. <laughs> I had to plug it in. All right, got a answer, Javen. My Hero Academia. I think from mm, season a, one to season two. Answer. Hmm? That's a good answer because, yeah, season two was season two better, was so basically, in every way. Yeah, and it was when they first said, yeah. all right, let's give them more than 12 episodes. And they just ran. Like, that season, they just ran with it. And I think it they've been just, like, keeping up that hype and stuff for every season coming. Like, this, this season, I, I liked it a lot. It was a bit lackluster with some of the things, like, gentle, gentle villain. Or, what was his name? Yeah, it was gentle. Gentle, gentle. Me off gentle it. criminal. Yeah, gentle criminal. He, they hyped him up a lot for this newer season, and then like did nothing with it really. But season two, man, you got some of like the most. I, I still think they had some of the best fight seasons. Season two with Stain. Oh man, 
Mm-hmm. But I think it was a big jump. Cause season one like got my attention, you know. And then when season two came out, I was like, all right, all right, my hero is it's where it's at, you know, because people were saying it was going to be one of the big three. And I was like, I don't know if I see it in the first season. And then the second season came out. I was like, you know what? It definitely can be one of the big three, the new big three. I'm surprised, Ethan, you didn't say haiku. Well, and I was thinking about haiku. Uh, you told me. The thing, the thing is with haiku, though, is just ba- I love every season. They're all at a 10 for me. Uh, so it's just, I don't know, I elevate from a 10 to a 10. This is how you explain this to me. I remember this very vividly. If season one's a 10, season two's an 11, and season three's a 12. Yeah. Well, then I was going to say, I do think season two is better than season one, but it isn't like it blew it out of the water. I just think that the rematch was phenomenal, and it required season one completely in order for it to reach that height. So I love both seasons, so. I said, um, and I love every season of Haikyuu, and they, like it gets better and better, but it's what the requirement of the prior season is like. It's like what I mean. I think it was phenomenal. It wasn't a gigantic improvement. The animation was better, but I mean, it's production IG. It looked cl- good always, and people were saying there's even a downshift in the new season, and I really don't see it. So yeah, there was no major improvements for me between any of the seasons. It was just more like, oh my god, this is getting good. So I feel like yeah. If Prison School made a second season, I feel like it'd be better than the first season, too. <laughs> One out of us has seen that. I, I don't, you I don't guys know have not seen that. Prison School? I've heard of no. it. I haven't. Dude, it is so funny. It's probably one of the funniest animes I've ever watched. Dude, can tell my Grand Blue exists. Dude, I don't know yeah, about that. Prison School of... had a man stick a mic in his ass and shit in front of a whole class. There was a... And Gintama <laughs> had a man stick a sword in his ass that could talk. And fight other swords with, with <laughs> that are stuck in people's that asses. That's true. I do not want to. Can't, can't, that's yeah. You can't. I don't know, but context-wise, <laughs> this man. The context-wise, threw he threw away his whole. He did it in front of like all his classmates. He threw away his whole high school career just to like create this plan to get out of the prison they were thrown into. Somebody had somebody has not seen Gintama because Gintoki's uh, even more selfish than that. All I'm saying. I don't know, bro. You need, you need to watch Prison School, and no, I need hey, to watch hey, Gintama. Hey, the, the prison with right, the, Prison the School the is 12 episodes, and Gintama is like 300 something episodes. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, like I said, hey, we we all do trades here. Like I said, I did an anime trade with uh Jake. Made him watch Monogatsuki, which is 100 episodes, and then Gintama, which is 367. So, like I said, completely fair trade there. But we do do trades like that. Yes. Yeah. And I've watched hey, some was of it worth Monogatari. It? Yes, it was. Ethan started watching. Darker than black. But you need to watch. Like I said, Monogatsuki steal the best anime I've ever seen. So. One of the That's best. You know, always stand about that. Yep. <laughs> Grooming kids, I guess. Yeah, he has to. Yeah. Whenever he enters right. a neighborhood, he has to go to door to door and tell them he's a sex offender. <laughs> Just because like he's watched Monogatsuki. Yeah, that, that that's pretty much. That's admitting you're a sex offender right there. So to all my, uh, all my Nichans out there watching Monogatari. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Yeah, y'all are pedophiles. But you're safe here. <laughs> Y'all are safe here with Ethan. All Nichans are welcome. Yeah, not with me, though. You guys can be with Ethan's corner. Like, if you're a lolly lover, all right, you're with Ethan. And if you're a, a milk connoisseur, you're with me. So if you have, like, elite taste, you're on my side is what he's saying. <laughs> no, elite taste is with me. <laughs> all right. Tell, I, I don't even know. Tell which side are you on. Are you with me with milks or are you with Ethan with lollies? Mm, that's a tough one uh one of them will get you canceled by the way like uh guys just for clarification just so i don't get canceled i am not wink wink into lollies so <laughs> okay wait wait let me break it up too i feel like there's a difference between like I, i'm i don't even know if there's an official term but i think like a lolly is like pretty much just like an animated little girl you know but then I think no, I just think of them I, as I think they're, they're, it's literally just cute girls. That's all no, it is. No, just no, small cute no, girls. No, That's technically to, what no, it is. I feel like you need to make a divergent. I think there's such things as short stacks too, where they're just they're not a lolly. They're just short. Well, I but don't. Then they we have can save this for another episode. <laughs> like, tell me in the comics exactly. if short stacks is a thing, because that's what they need to be called. In my opinion. For a character, not not romantically, but just as a character in whole, I would say I'm more of a fan of of lollies. For best quote girl? unquote. 
Yes. Oh, tell I am on character and uh, romantically. Talk, yeah, I'm I know talking you waifus over here. <laughs> I'm talking waifus over here, all right? I know. And if we're talking waifus, I don't even I don't even know if I could say I'm on the MILF side. I'm Are you going to say short I'm, stack? I'm giving you an in between. No, I'm like stack. my High like school. I, I'm regular. I I like I like teenage I'm not going oh, for <laughs> elementary got, schoolers and I'm not going for 50 year old people. <laughs> hey, hey, I want that nice in between. Olds, all right? like, they're like, like in their 30s, all right? Hey, me and Tell Look, have the same All taste. my waifus, all I'm saying, are above 400 years old. That's all <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Definitely, okay. dude. Yeah, yeah. Dude, somebody canceled Tell. He just said he likes teenagers. Yeah, he just said he likes teenagers. <laughs> I was like, come on, what are you talking about, dude? I mean, the old fucking I, grannies. I, I don't know what you're. Dude. I'm into 18-year-olds. Like, what's, what's wrong with that? Yeah, on, oh, he's changed to get to 18. Okay, well, just because Ty got You still got 18 and 19. Did you think I was You're talking forgetting about, about 13. What kind of pervs are you? Jeez. 13 through 17, the majority of teenagers. Yeah, Ethan doesn't go past the age <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> well, I mean, Wait, if what? I'm talking about romantic interest, I wouldn't be going anywhere below what's legal. You know, I, I how, like what? there's no way. Like I in what? do that. I think it's legal to be like, in like some, I bet I could find a country in the world where it's legal to find like a twelve-year-old girl and say yes. Uh, very oh, easy. Yeah, 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 it's very can. easy That's to find countries like this. So, so am I? So, are we in the wrong for shaming people that like lollies? Because in other countries, it'd be perfectly fine. Okay, I'm not shaming. Am I a U.S. You like, if you am like I Shinobu, being you like Shinobu or Senko? You can't, <laughs> you can't like an eight. If you're into Shinobu and Senko-san, you're safe here. Because guess what? Senko-san, great. She's not even a waifu. I just love her. Uh, yeah, know. you're safe here. So don't let these heathens tell you otherwise. I don't know. But, I think we're coming up on ending this uh, <laughs> episode, my guys. Well, I was going to say, if you guys want to talk about, like, uh, again, what we're reading, like always, just a weekly checkup. Because I actually... Got into some anime stuff this week. Like, shocker, I'm actually finishing anime. I finished uh, wow. Soda Yori or A Place Further Than the Universe. Uh, I do not know where it ranks yet. I just know for a fact it is top 20, most likely top 15. Um, episode 12 made me cry, uh, as I was expecting it to. And, uh, yeah, I love the show. Uh, it gave me the same feeling as uh, Yuru Camp did, as in, like, teaching me lessons and, like, how to go on with my life and stuff like that like it, it has very like good and impactful lessons even if people will tell you otherwise that like it, it does it poorly or it sends the wrong vibes i don't think it did and then i just been reading uh jujutsu, jujutsu kaisen and one piece and i'm loving both of them again so yeah see. for me uh since i've been with my imaginary girlfriend and she likes watching dark animes i've been re-watching some like messed up animes like i had her watch death parade which is will always be an amazing anime uh prude oh, yeah. and uh Dead Man Wonderland, uh, you know, just some basic dark anime. I mean, not getting into Welcome to the NHK yet, but I'm going to have her start watching it probably sometime today. Uh, oh, she's in for a ride. I haven't even watched it, and I know yeah. I know it's a ride. And reading, oh, reading-wise, uh, I've been reading Solo uh, Leveling Season 2. I'm all the way caught up on that. I'm about to start. Catching up on One Punch Man, like I said earlier. Uh, Unordinary, another random webtoon I read. That's about it that I've done this week. Besides that, I've just been busy in real world stuff. Yeah, I've been super busy just with real world stuff this week, so I didn't get a whole lot done. Basically, the only update is my my package that had the uh, first mega volume of Berserk came in. Still haven't opened it, but it's here. And then all the way up to volume nine of Laid Back Camp came in, and that's what I'm reading there. And I also started and I'm about to finish uh, One Punch Man. Hell yeah. Uh, right, what about you, Jake? I was with Ethan, and I'm almost done with the place further than the universe on episode 12. Uh, Jerker, as expected. <laughs> Uh, what I, I, that's really I'll, I've been slowly grinding anime. I finally caught up on everything, all my seasonal shows, and then now I'm just gonna be like slowly grinding away my watch list that I like have one episode in or like six episodes in. I think uh, yeah. next up on the plate is I'm gonna be finishing Engaged to the Unidentified. It's an okay show, pretty funny, so I'm gonna keep doing that. Uh, reading wise, uh, just read the new My Hero chapter. Very nutty. 
Uh, Very naughty. Um, currently on s- chapter six on Chainsaw Man, and like everyone else, I'm planning to read One Punch Man very soon. Right. Yeah, highly, highly suggest all you guys read it if you haven't. I don't know why I've put it off for so long, but I'm very happy that I started reading it. All right, well, with that, I guess, uh, Ethan, you can close us out. No, no, no. I was going to let Tell close us out. Tell, this was Tell's tell. episode, dude. Come on. Oh, Tell, oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess it was me. Oh, damn, that's a lot of pressure. All right. Don't fuck up like well, I Well, thank you, everybody, for listening, but I doubt you made it this far anyway. Um yeah, our fucking viewership things tell us otherwise, but you know what? We're going to change that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, go follow us. We have, uh, all of us have a Twitter now. I They'll probably be in the descriptions or whatever else because I don't know all of our handles. Um, also have the Anime Safe Space podcast Twitter as well. Go follow us there. Post updates about when uh, new episodes are coming out and other stuff like that. And you can... <laughs> you can see Ethan's god awful tweets on there too. <laughs> and if you've made it this far, uh, everybody comment. Uh, Tell loves teenagers uh, in the comments. <laughs> yeah, and tag the FBI with it. You know, and just yeah, gotta let them know. Yeah, it's all right. But anyway, thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Yep. Uh, thank you. And remember, we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You forgot to plug that. But hey, yeah, Google, we're on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts. Podcast. Two fears. Google Podcast. That's still, I don't know what the hell is going on with that. And Google <laughs> Podcasts, yes, I think. And then YouTube, of course, all at Anime Safe Space. But yeah, uh, thank you. Bye bye.